With Siyata Dishmaya, let's continue on our opening up and understanding what we're davening to when we say the Yamida. And so now, what, what we're going to do is we're going to continue to go through the Yamida, and we're going to open up each thing that we daven for. And I'm going to bring it back out in English, because I want us to understand what we're davening. Too many people, too many of my students have said to me, literally, when I've given shiurim in, 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 in seminaries and so forth, I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm saying it. And this is a big mistake. We have to realize what it is that we're saying when we talk to the King of Kings. So this is why I bring up all these these points in English, which is a language that you understand clearly, okay, so that you understand what you're saying in front of the King of Kings. So with that being said, we're going to finish on the Amidah. Right now, we're going to start with the with the part about the healing, when we dive in for healing, and then after, so that you know, when we're done with the Amidah, I'm going to circle back into what it is about women and tefillah, as brought down, there's a new sefer that came out, the Rig Lev by uh, Rabbi Menachem and Anaisel, and then we're going to go through that sefer and understand what is it about women and our tefillah, and it's really juicy, good stuff. And so is this, my lovely students. So let's understand, let's unpack what we're davening when we're davening. And so now let's go. We're in the Amidah, and now we're in the section of healing of Refua, right? So it says when we say. Heal us, my master, and we shall be healed. Save us, and we shall be saved, for you are our praise. Bring complete healing to all our wounds, for you, God, our king. You are a faithful and merciful healer. My master, you are the source of all blessing, who heals the sick of his people, Israel. So one of the most powerful personal prayers in the Smona Esrei is for Refua, the healing of the sick. And in Tanakh, we find the personal plea for healing that serves as the model for this blessing. The prophet Yemiyahu pours out his heart and soul to God and says, Heal me, my master, and let me be healed. Save me and let me be saved, for you are my praise. And Yemiyahu's pray prayer is expressed in the singular, while our version is written in the plural. So actually, every one of our prayers should be just like Yemiyahu's, a personal, intimate, and private talk with Hashem. A congregation should not be seen as a large collective body praying to Hashem simultaneously. Rather, it should be seen as an assembly of many Yemiyahu's praying together, each bringing the individuality of your own thoughts and prayers before God. Our prayers, along with other personal prayers expressed in the plural, create a potent force which directs these prayers towards heaven. And we should keep in mind that it's not the length of the prayer that's important. It's the sincerity and intent of the prayer. And the Torah, one of the most heart-rending pleas for healing, was also the shortest prayer. It was offered by Moshe Rabbeinu on behalf of his sister Miriam when she was ill. So Moshe cried out to God saying, God, please hear her Heal, heal her now. It was not just Moshe's poignant five-word appeal that made a difference. It was the fact that he cried out in a totally emotional outreach to God. And so then we say, heal us, God, and we shall be healed. And so it, it's an, isn't it obvious that if God heals us, he will be healed? We will be healed if he saves us and we will be saved? So why do we have to repeat the obvious here? And so this question raises a significant discussion about healing. If all healing comes from, from Hashem, why rely on physicians? Perhaps one who's severely ill should, should, Ill should ask a great tzaddik to pray for him or turn to a Tehillim group or of sincere individuals to pray on, on their behalf. But of course, we all know that even the great tzaddikim of our times did not rely on prayer alone for it's become a universal practice to seek medical advice and state-of-the-art treatments. 
It's, it's our Ishtadlut that we also have to do. But we all know that God is the one and only source for healing. So how do we reconcile the exquisite balance between the power of prayer and the apparent eff- efficacy of modern medicine? So in the Talmudic era and beyond, many believed that bloodletting was an effective therapeutic procedure. In fact, Rav Acha said, one who enters to let the blood says, may it be your will, my God, that this enterprise be for healing and that you should heal me. As you are a faithful God of healing and your healing is genuine. And Rav Hacha continues, because it's not the way of people to heal except through prayer, but they have become accustomed to utilize medical treatments. So according to Rashi, Rav Hacha says that even if people go to doctors and pray for God's healing, that's still not the way they should conduct themselves. Rather, they should put their faith in Hashem's healing power since He alone brings healing. And we are all aware today that modern... Modern medicine offers cures and treatments for a wide range of illnesses and conditions. And these remedies have proven clinically effective and safe and would be classified in the language of our rabbis as an established cure or, or refua beduka. And so we rely on the ability of our physicians to heal and we often seek their services without offering prayers for a successful outcome. Prayers are typically offered when someone is seriously ill or undergoing major surgery, but regrettably, not by those seeking treatment for relatively minor conditions. So clearly, Hashem is the sole source of healing. He has enabled medical sick science with knowledge to discover cures and develop medications, treatments, and therapies that afford good health. This concept dates back to the Talmudic explanation of the Torah sages, where they say, from here the Torah gives permission for a doctor to heal. And so therefore, we understand that Hashem himself sanctions the doctor's ability to heal, even though God wants people to come to him with their prayers. And we come to recognize that healing is ultimately orchestrated by Hashem alone. So some suggest that this concept is exactly what this verse in Yemiah is teaching. In that case, where do physicians play a role? Our approach should be, I know God, that all healing comes from you, and it comes through a medium, sometimes of physicians or modern medical treatments. And since it comes from you, I know that you are the source of healing, no matter what I know, that you despire humanity to discover cures for a multitude of diseases and illnesses. And then we say, further in, in the davening, save us and we shall be saved. And so, Yemiyahu, a paradigm for our expression for healing, experienced disgrace and curses. And he was tormented by the prophecies of suffering that would occur during the impending Hurban, the destruction of the Holy Temple. His agony was both physical and emotional. Yemiyahu had faith in Emunah that God would save him. So in our society, there's a tremendous stigma about mental health disorders. There's a, def- a deafening silence to the plight of families and friends whose loved ones are suffering from various forms of mental illness. And despite the t- tremendous advances in the mental health field, too many people still refuse to accept that these individuals will, ne- will be able to live normal lives. Rabbi Shimon Schwab explains the second phrase of this entreaty. And just as Yemiyahu did, we add you know, that these refer to spiritual, di- spiritual diseases of which we are aware emotional disturbances such as fears, apprehensions, uh, frustration, and bitterness. And so uh, this also refers to much more than just the healing of the body. It refers to saving the nefesh of the afflicted individual from emotional illness and enabling him to start afresh. So in our special prayer for recovery, the language of the blessing places emotional, spiritual recovery first and foremost. When we say, may it be your will, may it be your will for, 
your will before you, my God and the God of my fathers, that you quickly send a complete recovery from heaven, a healing of both soul and body to the sick one. And this is where you insert the Hebrew name or the son and the daughter of, and then you insert the mother's name among those that are sick in the nation of Israel. So here, some ask, why we ask daily for the healing of our body and soul when according to most recent, the, our most recent visit to our physician, we're told that we're in perfectly good health. And the answer is that no physician can guarantee good health. Our health can be subject to change without notice at any time. The only one who can offer any assurance that we'll live is our creator who knows the inner workings of our bodies and souls better than we do. And this is the reason why we pray for continued health and well-being for ourselves, our loved ones, our friends and community and for our entire nation. And then we say, for you are our praise. And what's the connection between our asking God for healing and saving and the last praise? For you are our praise. When we are healed, we praise the doctors when we feel consciously and subconsciously saved us. When all along we know that it was God's doing. It was only Hashem. And the words, you are our praise, we affirm that God is the only one. The only one who makes healing happen. And the physicians are only his tools. They're only his messengers. And then we say, for you, God, our king, you are a faithful and merciful healer. So these, there are two qualities of God as the healer mentioned in our prayer. He is the king who has the power to bring about a complete healing to his subjects. He's also the ultimate physician, uh, physician who is faithful and always there for us and compassionate. So we may have connections to one of the foremost surgeons in the world, but in an emergency when we need, when, when we need them the most, the person is unavailable. And God never takes vacation. Hashem is always there. We, we, we may have referrals to a leading specialist, but he has no bedside manner. He's cold and mechanical. But God, Hashem, is always warm and compassionate. So then we say, who heals the sick of his people, Israel. So from the closing words of this blessing, one would think that only Jews are healed by God. And this is clearly not true. Non-Jews are also healed by God. In our prayers, we, descri we describe God as creator of cures. And since our one God is the only source of healing, any Jew or non-Jew who seek medical treatment are availing themselves of God's benevolence. And our spiritual and physical well-being are intertwined. And this is why we mentioned the healing of the soul and the healing of the body together. Because without the physical healing of the body, the soul cannot fulfill its purpose on a physical, in a physical world. It's essential that we be blessed with a healthy body to achieve our spiritual mission. And this is why we conclude our blessing with the words that Hashem heals the sick of His people Israel. We pray to Hashem that he preserves our spiritual and physical health so that we can fulfill our calling in the world as his chosen people. Baruch Adonai Leolam, Amen ve Amen.